Welcome to the Gospel Everyday Podcast, following along with Mariner's Church Annual Read. There is unlimited grace for us today, no matter what happens because of who Jesus is and what he has done. This year, we're journeying together through the book of Proverbs in the pursuit of wisdom. So glad you're tuning in. I'm Steve Bingley, your host. We are on a deep dive on the topic of pride. You know, pride, most simply put, it's self-centeredness. Pride is its a self-absorption in which we kind of place ourselves at the, the center of the world and our world. And we kind of ask that all other things and everyone else revolves around us. So if humility is, as often quoted, thinking of myself less, not, not thinking less of myself, but thinking of myself less, pride would be the exact opposite. It's to think of myself more often. It's to engage and to be totally sucked into self-absorption. You know, we've taken time in these last few episodes to talk about the devastating consequences of pride. And, you know, this is not to guilt. This this is not to shame, but it's to warn. It's to admonish and encourage and sway you as the listener away from pride because of its effects. And by the way, that's one thing I love about why the Bible talks so frequently about sin. It's not to guilt us and shame us. It's to lead us. It's to warn us to lead us down a better, a, a path of true uh, flourishing. And so, you know, in the previous episode, you can listen if you haven't yet. We looked at how pride leads to destruction, a fall. Today, we're going to double click on this and see how pride leads us to not just any kind of fall, but a relational fall where we, where we find ourselves in conflict, in strife, in drama. You know, one of the greatest movies ever made is The Lion King. Oh, don't laugh. No, it's The Lion King. Okay, you can laugh. This was kind of lame. Uh, you know, it's the circle of life. Okay, no, so Lion King, it is, and by the way, this is the original. It's not the new one. The original cartoon version Lion King. But I love Lion King because it just has so many great truths and learnings embedded in it, right? Like I've heard so many different pastors use different examples from the movie as sermon illustrations. Like one of them is, you know, identity, right? Like a lion eating bugs with a pig and a grown-up rat. Okay, it's a meerkat. I get it. You know, but, you know, the illustrations like, you know, Christians participating in sin. It's because you've forgotten your son or that you're the son or daughter of a king and your spiritual royalty. And so there's so many, you have to remember who you are, right? There's so many beautiful illustrations that we find in the movie Lion King. But, you know, one of the more obvious themes that we see in Lion King is that pride divides. Pride divides right? Pride rock. Um, so, you know, pride creates conflict. That's where the character Scar, if you remember, he's the antagonist. He's so helpful. It's because of his pride. His pride is what fueled him to kill Mufasa and to try to kill Simba. In other words, his pride, it was his pride that led him to not just split up the family, but he ended up dividing up the entire animal kingdom. And so the movie does such a great job pointing this out, but this is something, this idea that pride divides, that pride splits, that pride creates strife. This is something that the biblical writers have been saying for centuries and for thousands of years. I mean, in James talks about this, right? In, in the book of James, we talk about, he talks about how it's quarreling, uh, quarreling, fighting comes from self-centered vain conceit that there are these vain desires inside of us that reach out from us and it inflicts and it creates conflict but we see this even in our proverbs passage today 
Proverbs 13.10, the word of God uh, reads in this way, Arrogance leads to nothing but strife. Arrogance leads to nothing but strife. But wisdom, on the other hand, is gained by those who take advice. So, I mean, I find that phrasing fascinating, right? Really, like, nothing but strife? Like, there's no benefit to arrogance at all? The only thing that arrogance leads to is strife? I mean, like, I I thought arrogance could, like, impress someone on the basketball court. No, no, but it's actually true. Arrogance, in the end, it ultimately, if you look at the bottom of the stream and where it leads to, it really is true that, in the bottom, it's, you know, there's streams of pride and arrogance, and it ultimately leads to a cesspool of jealousy and hurt feelings and therefore dislike and gossip. When there's pride and arrogance, it never ends well relationally. It never does. Tim and Kathy Keller, in, in their devotional, they put it this way. Pride means you are constantly getting into arguments, and it is only a matter of time before you pick a fight with someone who can really hurt you. Humble careful, discreet speech, on the other hand, he's contrasting, disarms people and protects you from the great cost of interpersonal strife. So notice both the proverb and what Tim and Kathy Keller say, they contrast how pride leads to conflict and strife, right? There's a fall relationally, but on the flip side, wisdom, it actually creates peace and understanding and relational health. So I want to ask you a couple of questions. How have you in your life seen the cautionary tale of pride leading to relational issues? Maybe you have a friend whose relationship with his or her supervisor, it kind of blew up and erupted because of pride. Or or maybe you know someone whose marriage was greatly impacted because of pride. Or maybe there's trauma that you've seen and you've thought, wow, I mean, if that's what pride leads to. So how have you seen the cautionary tale of pride uh, in the relationships around you. But then on the second, uh, secondly, second question, where is there quarreling, strife, and conflict in your life right now? Could it be that even one drop of pride from your end could be a contributor to this kind of strife and conflict? Now, I'm, I'm not saying that it's all us, you know, there are times when, gosh, 99.9% of conflict could be caused by someone else in our life. Yes, there, there are toxic pe- people. Yes, there are people who are a little wild, 100%. But the question is, could it be possible that there's even just one tiny drop of pride on our end? I think the answer is absolutely. But that's what pride does, right? It prevents us, it blinds us from seeing ourselves. So, There's got to be a better way. There is. And I want us to think about Jesus for a moment. I love these words from Tim and Kathy Keller. I think this is a beautiful, almost vision statement to pursue humility for relational health. Tim and Kathy Keller say that Jesus, he made a career out of making enemies into friends. Don't you love that phraseology? That was his career, to take his enemies and make them his friends. I mean, that's the gospel, isn't it? Isn't that what he did for you and me? He came into this world in humility, and instead of just fighting us, and which is what he should have done, instead he, he initiated humility. He initiated, he reached out first, and he gave us an opportunity for forgiveness and reconciliation. Now, I mean, that's the gospel. That's, that's how we are made right with God, because of the humility of Jesus. Now, sure, there 
might never be full reconciliation in some of our relationships, but there can be forgiveness. But even in order for forgiveness to happen, there must first be humility. Jesus modeled this for us. Jesus gives and grants this to us. So won't you pursue this way? It's the better path. Let's pray together. Jesus, would you help us to detect and be sensitive to where pride may linger in our hearts? Reveal that to us with grace and gentleness so that we might be able to identify that and we pray for relational health, for peace, and that you would give us the courage to forgive, to take the first step of humility just like the way that you did for us. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks so much for allowing us to be a part of your day. Please be sure to subscribe and share. You can tune in tomorrow for fresh new content. And remember, no matter what happens, there is unlimited grace for us today because of who Jesus is and what he has done. For questions about service times and more, you can access all information about Mariner's Church by downloading the Mariner's app at your favorite app store, visiting the website at marinerschurch.org, or by finding us on Instagram, Instagram handle Mariner's Church. Till next time, have a great day.